I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Unless it's your first, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today's topic is leveling up. I've had the idea of leveling up in my mind, and there's a lot of ways that you can define it and think of it, but what I'm thinking about is looking at my life what I've created, what I've saved, and what out of the dreams that I have for myself and the things that I want to do in this life are actually achievable in the near future. And the thing that I'm personally thinking about is a lifestyle upgrade. I really want a bigger space. I have worked my ass off, especially the past year, to save up money, to make money, and I still don't have an at-home office? No, no, no. I deserve one. I want one, and I'm looking at my finances, and I can fully afford one. I'm actively looking at apartments right now, and it's really exciting because I've basically been paying the same amount in rent since I was 18, give or take maybe $200, and this is the first time in my life where I'm going to make the decision that I want to use my money for more. I'm very much a saver. I'm very much aware of my finances. I'll splurge, but I would say that I'm a little bit more of a saver than a spender. I wanna say I'm probably 65% saver, 35% spender. It's time to spend the money how I want. I think 
The whole point of saving is so that you have it for something that you really want. I want a big apartment and I either want to find a big apartment for John and I to live in or for me to live by myself. I want this for myself and I'm 25 and I can do it. And it's really cool to be at the age where I'm looking at my life and what I want and my professional skill set matches up with my age and I feel like I finally deserve the upgrade because my philosophy on a lot of spending habits is I don't want to get everything that I want when I'm young because what do I have to look forward to when I'm old? You know, I don't want to splurge and get my dream car when I'm 20. I mean, this is my opinion. So by all means, if you want to get your dream car when you're 20, get your dream car when you're 20. But I don't want to. I want to have, you know, something that I can afford, something that it's okay if it gets a little scratched, a little beat up because it's being parked on the street. I want to feel comfortable with that. And then once I'm older and I have a house and I have a garage and I'm in a place where it makes sense, then get the dream car. And then I'll also make it so much more exciting because I worked for it and it's not something that I need to stress over. And if I wanted to get my dream apartment when I first moved to New York, because this is one of my funniest images that I've had in my life experience is that when I was living in Los Angeles I was living in this gigantic house with three of my best friends it was a four level house we had a private rooftop it was the most modern gorgeous home I've ever seen we all had balconies we had our own garage and it was it was gorgeous we had a gorgeous house a dream house dare I say but I was so confused in my life and a little bit unhappy, I just didn't know what I wanted and I felt like I was running in circles, not making any progress. And then I moved to New York and I moved into a six floor walk up. I had to walk up six flights of stairs to get to my apartment. And I shared an apartment with two strangers and my bedroom did not even have a proper open and shut door, it had a sliding door. I had a bunk bed that was twin sized and I had to crawl up into my bunk bed as a 20 year old and a 21 year old every single night. But I was so happy. I was so happy. I look back at that and now I see where I am, where I'm in a two bedroom. <laughs> and it's like we have our own washer and dryer and central AC and a modern kitchen and a modern bathroom and two balconies. Like I live in a nice apartment um, and I love my apartment and I love my roommate. However, it's a little bit small, and I've been here for, this will be, excuse me, Apple Watch? Really? How do I turn this off? I swear, it doesn't matter if I have theater mode, airplane mode, do not disturb on, my phone, my iPad, my watch will all beep. They'll all beep. Okay, so I've lived in this apartment for three years now, 2019, 2020, 2021, and now it's 2022, and I can stay living here but I'm ready for an upgrade and it was this revelation in my body not just my brain where I'm like you know what you've worked for it and you can do this and you can upgrade with no stress and give yourself a pat on the back because I am always striving for more and more and more and more and more and I finally this week had a real moment of a standstill to look around at what I've created and took a moment to be proud of myself. And I wish that upon everyone. I want everyone to take a moment and look around at all the progress they made. And I'm talking about in my professional career 
and financially because I'm fully financially independent. I don't know if there's any twists and turns, but I have been financially independent since I graduated high school and I'm 25 and so proud of where I am right now. Now it could be you were in a horrible relationship and you finally left it and you're by yourself and you are, have you have inner peace and you have self-esteem and you have confidence. That is something to really look at and be proud of, proud of. Or you were in a horrible relationship and now you're in love with a really good person and you're in a really healthy bond. That's something to be proud of. Or if you always struggled in a certain class and you finally are good at it. Or you're one of those people who had something they struggled with in school and now that's your career path and you thrive at it. That's incredible. Or it could be something like, you know, you had damaged hair forever and then you finally took the time and patience to put forth effort to make a really great hair care routine and now your hair is finally long and strong and healthy. There are so many things that we do every single day. I know a lot of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, I know that self-improvement is a desire of yours and I know how much time you spend during the day thinking about how you can get better. And you probably beat yourself up a little bit. You probably are constantly criticizing yourself for, you know, saying this or eating that or spending money on this or you know just you you're criticizing and judging your decisions but you're judging your decisions because you know that you want to be the best that you can be and we criticize ourselves when we know we could have done something better now that's the human condition all right i'll be honest i could be doing better i've been so indulgent in my sleep this week i have been taking the yummiest naps i'm sleeping you know a full night's sleep at night my alarm will go off at 8 and I will turn off my alarm and I'll sleep for like two more hours. I've been waking up at 10. (laughs) I was talking about last week how I wanted to wake up at 7.55 and I came to the conclusion I don't need to do that for any reason right now. I have a really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I have deadlines but they're due by end of day. So if I want to sleep until 10 a.m., At this month of my life, I can, and so I'm taking advantage of it. Anyway, so I'll sleep till 10, and then sometimes I even take a little afternoon nap, and it's so indulgent, and I probably am sleeping in excess, but it's one of the things in this life that I'm a little gluttonous about, okay? When I'm sleeping well, I want to take advantage of it because I did not sleep last year. I tossed and turned in bed night after night after night, so... I have to remind myself that I had a year of bad sleep. And if I want to overindulge this year, I'm going to let myself. But I definitely had moments during the week where I felt guilt and thought, this is wrong. (laughs) You're sleeping too much. You don't need to. But here I am thinking about it. I'm like, no, it's okay. I did not sleep that well. Um, I've also been adding some healthy habits into my life because I hit a bit of like a funk mentally but I know that it's only based on the weather because it's over now. I'm so sensitive to the weather. I think we all are, but it's just annoying. It's so annoying how too many cloudy days in a row, and I'm not talking about overcast. I'm talking about completely gray from sun up to sundown where you don't see even a peak of blue all day. If it's more than three days, I'm out. Like I am, you know, begging at my hands and knees to see a peak of blue and 
I didn't, so I was trying so hard to figure out how can I make myself better? How can I enjoy myself? I'm so unhappy. I think it really hits hard because it's winter in New York and we've had really cold days and we also had snow last week, so picture it being completely gray outside, but on top of that, it's, I don't know what the conversion is in Celsius, but it's 20 degrees Fahrenheit and it's windy and there's dirty sludge snow residue on all the sidewalks and on the streets so when you're crossing the street you have to really maneuver yourself around these gross brown icy puddles it's horrible and i love the outdoors if i could spend half my day outside every single day i would be the happiest camper in all of the land and i have not been outside much because it's so undesirable and don't get me wrong i've said this before one of the greatest things i learned in therapy was the most obtuse statement but it stuck you can't you can't pick what sticks and i was telling my therapist that i love the outdoors but i just hate the winter because unless i'm skiing or something i'm not outside and she said why not and i said because it's cold and she's like it wouldn't be cold if you dress properly Ding, ding, ding. Okay, so now when I go out, I'm always in hat, gloves, scarf, coat, and it does help. It's really just the wind in your face with the sludge, plus the gray. So this week was, I was not happy. I was very unhappy this week, but I decided to make myself a little daily checklist. It's helping a little bit, so I'll share what's on my checklist. It's a combination of random things I've seen on the internet, um, in addition to little things I thought I would add and um, you know what I've done it for a few days this week and it's really boosted my mood a little bit and I was having a conversation with a friend she's definitely like a little scatterbrained very smart girl and I was giving her my tips on how to manage being such a space head and I was saying go on a run like being active really helps calm the energy and in addition to that write a to-do list every single night before you go to bed of what you need to do the next day and then we got into a little bit more conversation and you know she's got some problems with the parents problems with this and that and you know some heavy heavy uh loads to carry and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but my run suggestion and my to-do list are not going to overpower therapy. Like, you need to see someone. If if your problems are X, Y, and Z, the jog is not going to cut it. So I'm going to say that before I share my little daily routine. If you're carrying some heavy shit right now, talk to a professional. And in addition to that, by all means, have this checklist. But sometimes we have a lot on our hands and we think to ourselves maybe I just need to wake up earlier like that'll solve the problem and it's like no this is called trauma baby girl you gotta get through it a different way that to-do list is not enough I have a widget on my home screen it's of the notes so I can click on it really easily and uh, access that specific note and it just says daily routine so it reminds me and the first one is listen to one song this has been good for me because a music period you know music so good but I've been so into reading lately that the only time I would listen to music is if I was in the car on the subway but I read now when I'm on the subway and I haven't been using the car so I realized I haven't been listening to music and music is so healing a lot of times I'll get up and I'll put on some sort of like YouTube video or 
God forbid I'm really feeling it and like put on TV in the morning. That's a horrible habit, I will say. And then it sinks you into the couch. It's just not a good morning routine. So I decided I'll listen to one song. And it's been so fun in the morning to wake up and find the song that I want to play. Like what's going to set the vibe for the day. And then the second one, say I love myself five times out loud. And it's so silly. You know, you can look in the mirror. You can just say it into the air you can throw your hands up and just go I love myself 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 you can say it in a grumpy tone if you want whatever I feel like it's it's done a little something something another one I got from the same I don't even remember what I saw it on I feel like it may have been TikTok I don't know but read 10 pages of a book or listen to 10 minutes of a podcast I try to read 50 pages but I'm reading Middlesex right now it's a bit of a challenging book. Hang on, Mozzie's stuck. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Okay, I'm back. 10 pages seems really reasonable. 50 pages seems a little daunting of this one, so that's why I added it, but I typically like to read 50 pages. And then... Write self-love affirmations. I, okay, honestly, this one's from the same TikTok. I need to find it. This girl deserves credit. This is not fair for me to say that this is my own. I'm so sorry. But self-love affirmations, I don't really know what this entails because I know a lot of affirmations are... I don't know. I used to look them up on Pinterest. There was a moment in 2020 where I was just so desperate that when friends would come over, I would look up any topic. It, be, it could be money affirmations, health affirmations, love affirmations, whatever, and I would say them and then my friend would repeat them. But the things that I've been doing in my notebook, I wrote them down at 3 a.m. last night while I was very intoxicated and I wrote, I love how much effort you put into making yourself better. I love the way you reflect. I love your constant desire to show your loved ones you care. I love that you'll take the subway over Uber nine times out of ten. I love that you'll walk anywhere. I love that you read on the subway. I love that you'll do your skincare routine at 3 a.m. when you're drunk, and you'll even clean your home sometimes, which... <laughs> you, know, you guys don't know John, but my roommate John, he's so polite and um, reasonable. <laughs> and I show up. It's 3.30 in the morning. This is this morning, I guess. And... I come in here after <laughs> a couple drinks and I decide, oh, this kitchen's a little messy, huh? Yeah, let's uh, let's put these cookies in Tupperware. Let's um, put this away in the cabinet. Let's run a load of dishes. Let's do my skincare routine. Fuck it, I was so close to vacuuming. I folded laundry. Yeah, I did the most last night and when I'm taking the clean dishes out and putting them away, and then loading the new dishes, he peeks out of his room and says, can you be quieter? And I look at him, dead ass, question marks across my face saying, I'm cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> like, it's three in the morning. What do you mean? That's not normal. Like, don't be like, I'm cleaning the kitchen. So we were laughing about it this morning. But it's even funnier to know that after I did that, I got my ass into bed with a notebook and a pen and I wrote, I love that you do your skincare routine at 3 a.m. when you're drunk and you'll even clean your home sometimes. Anyway, the next one is, I love that you'll discard items that deep down you know aren't important. 
I love the effort you put into your outfits. I love your sense of style. I love how quick I can curl my hair. Suddenly the pre- the tense changes. I kept saying I love that you, but suddenly I was like, I love that I can curl my hair. I love my skin. I love my current nails. They are slime green glitter. I love my sensitivity. And I love my sense of judgment and intuition. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that for a few days now. And it's really fun because I've gotten over the hump of being like, uh, I love that I have long eyelashes. <laughs> like where I just am pulling at teeth to find something I like about myself. Because it gets you in the habit to either acknowledge things that you don't normally. And what I mean by that is, do you guys have any skills that are so ingrained in you that because they're so natural to you, you assume that they're not something of value? I have this idea in my head that if something comes easy to me, then it's not, it is not something that's hard. Therefore, I should not be proud of myself for it. I, I don't allow myself to be proud of anything that comes naturally for me because it required no effort. Therefore, I don't think that I can be proud of it, i.e. like being intuitive. That, is that something to be proud of? I don't do anything to earn my intuition, you know? But then doing these little self-love affirmations, let me, after a few days, bring that one out. And maybe it took a little alcohol to say that, but it is something to be worthy of. Or same thing if someone were to say, you know, tell me that I'm a great public speaker. I wouldn't take the compliment to mean much because it's easy to me, therefore I don't think it can be hard to anyone. You know, I'm like, oh, it's not that hard because it's not hard for me. Whereas if someone were to say, oh, you're such a good cook, that would mean so much to me because I don't think cooking is very easy. I'm not naturally great at it. Or if someone were to say, you're a fabulous host, I think hosting is really hard. So I would take that to mean so much more. And if someone said that to me and I really started to believe it and I'm like, you know what, you are a good host. You worked really hard to be a good host. Then I would write it and then I would think it was worthy. This has to make sense what I'm saying, right? I don't think it was confusing, but I don't know if I'm saying it in the best way I can. Mazzy's stuck on the chair again. Mazzy! This cat. Girl, you, you gotta stop doing this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and we're back. And the last thing on the daily to-do list was to make your bed. Felt like it just needed to be on there. Like, I don't do, you know hotel status of making my bed I'm not like tucking the comforter in the sides of the mattress I just lay the duvet evenly and have the pillows in order and that is good enough for me but I would say probably the best ones out of that list that I found great impacts from are the one song and the self-love affirmations So if you guys want to make a little note on your phone and do this, by all means, try it out for a week, see what's good. You can totally add other things to it. You could add five minutes of meditating. The thing about this, I think the key to this is having really doable, unintimidating tasks because we'll be so proud of ourselves for putting on 10 minutes of a podcast or reading 10 pages that it might inspire us to read 50 or listen to the entire podcast, or making our bed might make us feel inclined to put on a nice outfit, do the dishes, you know? It's the hope of this little daily routine is to 
get the ball rolling. Oh, Mazzy, you cannot play with a bell toy right now. So that's been a little helper. After listening to this episode, I really want you all to take a minute today. At some point, it can be while you're brushing your teeth. It can be while you're driving. Just turn on the music, quiet your thoughts, and think, what have I done for myself that was really hard for me? What is something that I want that I've actually earned? And it's time. It's time. Maybe that is the lesson that I learned is I've been working for my own apartment. I want to live in a beautiful apartment. I really do. I want to have a bedroom and I want to have a closet office and I want there to be new-ish modern kitchen and bathroom appliances. And I would love it to be pre-war. And I would love if, okay, I could go on, but I really want a spacious apartment to call my own. And after 25 years on this earth, I'm ready. And that it's time, it's time. Yeah, so that was something to celebrate about. Something to celebrate about. You know, on that note, I'm doing well and I wanna see how you're doing. So every single week on Instagram, I put a poll. No, I don't. Every single week on Instagram, I use the question feature. My Instagram is at Legacy, just like the podcast. And I asked for questions. And today's theme was leveling up. So let's see what you had to ask. But first, a word from today's sponsors. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics. And Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Looking through my Instagram archive has uh, made me realize that I'm all about Instagram right now. I typically will post every week or two. I have posted one, two, three, four photos on my feed this week. 
you know, I'm just feeling myself in my outfits, so I'll snap a pic. Okay, let's get into your questions. The first one's from Indy Roberts asked, how do you accept your mistakes? Oh, it's not easy. I do not have an easy time with this. I don't know many people who do. Logic helps me personally. For example, um, I felt like the amount of sleep that I was giving myself this week was a bit of a mistake. I didn't think it was a wise way to spend my time. I didn't think that it was necessary. I felt like it was a little gluttonous, you know? And I thought, this is not what I should be doing. But then talking it out, I realized you slept like shit for a whole year. So it's okay. And I think sometimes looking at your mistakes and thinking about why you made that mistake can give you a little piece into the mistake itself. And if you've learned from it, you're probably not going to make it again or you have a more peaceful reaction to whatever it is that you consider a mistake. And then you'll be able to remind yourself of that moving forward. Perfect little Misha asked for advice on not feeling successful enough at a young age comparing success. You have to define success first because success to me right now is having my own apartment, you know? That is success to me. And maybe success to you is having a high position at a job, you know? Um, maybe success to you is being in a serious, committed relationship. Maybe success to you is marriage. Maybe success to you is pregnancy or children. Maybe success to you is healthy relationship with your parents or your siblings. Maybe success to you is cleanliness and order and routine. So for you to feel not successful, you have to see what success you're trying to achieve and what you're comparing yourself to. And then decide if that's even what you really want. Because if you're saying, God, look at, you know, this girl, I went to college with her and she's two positions away from goddamn CEO. I'm cursing a lot in this episode. I don't know why. I'm still stuck at grad school. Like who am I? But maybe grad school is what you wanted. You didn't, you don't want to be a CEO. Even though it seems more impressive, you can't imagine yourself doing that. That sounds like a nightmare job to you. Or maybe you're like, I stayed home in my hometown, but that's because you found someone that you love deeply and you want to make a family with them and your whole family's there and you're like, this is what felt good to me. So look at who you're comparing yourself and then see if that's even what you want. And if it is what you want and you're just feeling a little jealous, great, now you have an indicator on what you want and you can start working on it. Perfect little Misha asks, what's your daily routine? Do you wear makeup every day? If so, what are your go-to products? You know, if I'm leaving the house, well, every single day, no matter if I'm in public or not, I will do moisturizer and I will comb my eyebrows and brush my hair. You know, I'll do some sort of hairstyle, ponytail, clip, braids. If I'm going to be on camera, I'll do mascara. And then if I'm going out, I have my makeup routine. My favorite products, my favorite foundation of all time is Makeup Forever Ultra HD. You can cover and it looks like you have nothing on. It's one of the greatest formulas I've ever tried. I really like curling my lashes and doing a little inner corner eyeshadow. I really like Benefits Highlighter and Cookie. I also like Charlotte Tilbury's Liquid Highlighter. I love NARS Orgasm Blush. I mean, NARS Orgasm Blush and Makeup Forever Ultra HD, I've been using those products five, six, seven years. Such a long time. 
they're so good perfect little misha also asks how do you figure out your finances live below your means don't fall into the lifestyle creep and figure out what what you like to spend money on and what you don't and if you don't care to spend money on it don't do it for example if you're going out at night it's sometimes easier to call a car but sometimes cars are 40 50 60 dollars they can be a lot so i'm someone i don't mind taking the subway and every time i take the subway i spend 275 you know two dollars and 75 cents instead of 30 to 60 dollars and that adds up so that's a way that i save money whereas a lot of people you know they say cook at home but i love restaurants so i cook at home for breakfast and normally lunch but i love having dinners out but i make up for it because probably what people are spending on ubers i'll spend on dinners but you know you don't want to do both if you are trying to save money maybe don't take cars and eat out and drink a lot see that's another thing i I don't feel the need to drink a ton of drinks when I'm at a bar because I know that can add up very quickly. I'm not someone who has a spreadsheet budget. I look at what I enjoy and what I don't mind skimping out on. And I look at my lifestyle choices and I evaluate them and spend accordingly. So it's really just acknowledging what your habits are and seeing which habits you can change and which habits you want to keep. Mary Maguire asked how to consistently have the motivation to level up. You shouldn't. Life, <laughs> to climb, you know? If we're going to use that image, climb for a little and then stop and look around. And maybe walk on that level. Like, you don't need to be always walking up. You can sometimes walk to the side, you know? Stay on the current level you are and just explore that. We deserve to enjoy ourselves. And leveling up, climbing, it's work. It takes work. And this whole life is not about work. I really like to work and I enjoy it. But I don't want to do it all the time. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. Jay Lily 8 asked outgrowing friends. I touched on this in my last episode, stress and PMS. I think this is a huge part of leveling up. I will never, ever forget how people react when I tell them good news and how people react when I tell them bad news. It is such an interesting indicator about a person and where they're at in the current moment, but also about just general life development. Some people cannot handle when someone in their circle accomplishes something, receives good news. I had a friend back in middle and high school when I would tell her about a cool opportunity she couldn't say anything other than fuck you when I was like, I'm going out to Los Angeles to speak at a conference. How exciting is that? She's literally like, fuck you, Lexi. Of course you're doing that. That was her response. Obviously, it didn't make me feel good. Like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. It made me feel bad. And so I definitely have people in my life where Oh my God, when I am down in the dumps, they are there to put their arm around me and keep me company. But when I have good news, they are so angry. They don't want to be in my space. Vice versa, a lot of the friends who, when I tell them good news, who are so happy for me, love to celebrate with me and tell me about their good news. And we can, you know, be in that space together. But I, you know, 
suddenly have a downfall and something bad happens to me. Sometimes that's something they just don't have the emotional bandwidth for. And I really think it's important in friends to have friends that can help you when you're down and lift you when you're up and celebrate you when you're up. And if you are realizing your friends aren't doing that, start searching for people who are. And that's just one indicator of where friendships can have a little mismatch. But that was one indicator that I dealt with in my life. I really think that it's a huge part of growing up is realizing how lovely it is to have people that have been with you the whole time. You know, it is such a treat to have friends from your childhood that are your friends in adulthood. But you don't need to have a friend in your adulthood only because they were a friend in your childhood. That should be a lucky experience because you guys happen to grow in the same direction or you have a mutual respect for one another. The fact that you've been together for so long is not enough of a reason to stay together. There has to be more. And if there isn't, take note. Hayden Miller asked for apartment hunting tips. I use Street Easy in New York. That seems like where a lot of apartments are. Um, and then apartment hunting tips. I would have all your paperwork sort of ready when you're touring because at least in New York, it is a quick turnover and you not having your documents could make or break you getting an apartment. It is so competitive. And those are my two tips. Apartment hunting is such a chore though. It's a total part-time job when you're doing it. Aw, super scup asked how to speak more eloquently and articulate ideas better your boss at this thank you (laughs) i would suggest and i did not take my own advice in this eliminate any curse words from your speaking i went through the classic change of adolescence where i decided like i want to start saying oh my god and i want to start saying shut up and i want to start saying that sucks and that was me in i don't know fourth grade fifth grade And then I wanted to start saying, damn, and ass, and bitch. And then, you know, I don't know when fuck entered my vocabulary. But then there was no stopping. I wanted to use those words all the time because I had never used them before. And it was so exciting. And it felt like they really emphasized strong emotions. And then, I don't know when it started to slow down. But I realized that there are words that emphasize what you're feeling to an even stronger degree than curse words and you make yourself sound a lot more well-spoken and you can sound a lot more eloquent than using curse words however in this episode in particular I haven't really followed that I mean sometimes they slip out but that would be my first tip is to eliminate those as much as possible and reading helps writing helps I haven't given this too much thought. See, this is something that came naturally to me. Therefore, I don't think of it as something that's very impressive. I'll think about it a little bit more. And maybe I'll bring it up in a future episode. 111miha asked, What do you do when you feel sad suddenly or in random moments? I know you know what I mean. Yeah, I felt that way so much this week. Logic helps. Rationality helps. Um, Is this sad moment random? Or is it stemming from my time of the month? Is it stemming from the weather? Is it stemming from my unresolved conflict with that coworker or my roommate or my mom? Or in my case, like, 
is this morning? Am I still grieving? Is this sad moment really not random at all? And that will give me peace to be like, oh, I'm not actually sad. It's just really gloomy and it's been gloomy for three days. If it is random, <laughs> I'm such a fixer, you know, I try. It really depends on the phase of life that I'm in because right now I feel very much like a fixer. So when a negative emotion comes, I'm like, how can we get rid of it? What do we need to do? But honestly, I was getting so good at leaning into it and I want to remind myself of that because it was a really therapeutic and helpful response to any negative emotion to lean into it and to feel it and experience it. So that's what I would actually recommend. But logic and reasoning, never a bad thing either. 111 Miha also asked, they're my favorite thing to wear when you feel insecure. I was also feeling very insecure this week. Um, like image-wise, I had to literally move my full-length mirror out of my room and now it's in the living room because I just didn't want to see myself. Mirrors, nah. Don't, I don't need to see myself that often. I felt like I was seeing myself so often. There's a mirror in the bathroom, there's a mirror in the living room, and there were two mirrors in my tiny bedroom. No, too much. So I got rid of it. And my favorite thing to wear when I'm feeling insecure? Ah, um, last night, I wore a really stretchy, flowy, long skirt, and it was silky, so it was feminine, but it wasn't tight because... I honestly, when I'm feeling physically insecure, the idea of wearing jeans and a t-shirt makes me feel like a stuffed sausage, you know? I just feel like, Ugh. But if I'm feeling great about myself, I'm like, jeans and a t-shirt, that's the best outfit there is. And it's so funny, because I probably don't look different, but just mentality-wise. But if I'm feeling insecure, I love a really feminine oversized gown or oversized skirt, they also keep you so warm, but when you don't feel like showing your shape, instead of wearing a baggy t-shirt and sweats, no, no, no. Wear a gorgeous gown. A gown. That's the best. Francis Palma asked, do you ever have a hard time journaling your true emotions? No, but I did for a long time because I would write as if someone were reading them? No, can't do that. That'll really hold you back. And yesterday I did a huge deep clean. I went through old journals and my old school portfolio and I was looking through my own journals, my own, it was my writing and I didn't even care to read it, you know? Hypothetically, I should be the most interested person in that. Like, looking what a glimpse of myself in the past looked like, and I could not be bothered to read it. There were long diary passages, and I would skim over them and not care. And things that I thought were going to be so meaningful, I didn't even care. I would write about boys, and I couldn't even identify who I was talking about. I was like, damn, girl, you're really feeling some type of way about who? Who? I have no idea. So journal your true emotions, and you know what? Write it with some scrappy handwriting so that no one can read them later because it's really just about getting them out and there's been several times i love journaling for the sense of me thinking that i'm upset about one thing and then journaling and in the short length of just a single page i'll figure out that i'm actually upset about something entirely different so it's such a great little mystery solver to answer your question i used to but no not anymore arms of tomorrow 
said, I just got broken up with after two and a half years. How do I keep going when everything hurts? You can stop right now. Take a break. You don't need to keep going. Two and a half years, that's a long time. I would have absolutely no expectations for yourself. I saw this little trick, though, on a self-improvement YouTube video. Because, you know, you watch one YouTube video on self-improvement and then that's your whole suggested page. And this guy was saying, when you're making a to-do list or coming up with goals, make one for your ideal self and make one for your shit self. Because think about it, when we're making to-do lists, I'm guilty of this. I'll make a to-do list for my ideal self. I'll make a to-do list for perfect Lexi to wake up and have a pristine day. I would have to be in tip-top shape to accomplish everything. And I'm under that expectation when I'm making the list that this best version of Lexi is going to be the one that shows up tomorrow, which is great and would be lovely, but it's a cool concept to also make a to-do list for if the worst version of yourself wakes up tomorrow. And I think when you're going through something really hard, like a loss or a breakup, you know, you got fired, something like that, make a to-do list for your shit self. What can the worst version of yourself accomplish? Is it brushing your teeth? Is it drinking two glasses of water? Is it going outside for one minute? You know, figure out what that is for you. And day by day, you're going to get stronger and stronger and it will be a thing of the past. Things that Heartbreak is so interesting because it kills you. And then fast forward, it means nothing. <laughs> okay, it doesn't mean nothing, but it doesn't mean much. I, Bendem, asked, will I stay single forever? So in the last episode... I brought up my little concept of doing 12 dates in 2022. One a month seems really reasonable for those of you who are not really in the dating scene. One a week, that's hard. One a month, reasonable. Will you stay single forever? No, not unless you want to. There are so many people out there waiting to be met, waiting to be loved, and we just have to put ourselves out there. I have not gone on my February date yet, um, so if anyone wants to set me up, anyone's got a fun single guy that is a sweetie just want a good guy honestly and please set me up because i need a february date naya asked for my favorite unnecessary purchase i have a perfect answer for this Cotelet's beauty elixir it's a 28 dollars spray i get the small one and it smells delicious it is so expensive but I love it. It is my absolute favorite unnecessary purchase. Y'all should definitely try it if you're feeling up for it. And a little, a little treat for yourself. You can get it at Sephora. I actually have to go to an event today. So I need to wrap this up. Happy Sunday, everyone. I hope you have the most wonderful week ahead of you. And you can always talk to me in the DMs. Always happy to hear suggestions. I'm on YouTube as well. And Instagram and Twitter and TikTok now. I'm all over the internet. If you enjoyed this podcast, give it a five-star rating or a nice review on the podcast app. I love reading them. Other than that, take care and I will talk to you soon. XOXO, Lexi. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.